Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. This is Real Presence Live, Duluth edition and Tuesday edition. My name is Father Richard Kuntz, and I am here with my co-host, Cindy Jennings. And we are very happy to be here with you, and we are happy that you are hopefully happy that you're here with us. Anyhow, let's start the show with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, send your Spirit upon us. May we uh, always go about serving your will, inspire the guests that we will have on the show, but more importantly, even the listeners. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. So, uh, Cindy, yes. how was your New Year's? Um, my New Year's was not great. I was sick. Oh, you were sick? I know. I'm such a party girl, and I was sick at home. So did you stay so up till midnight? I stayed up till 11.30. So you didn't stay up till midnight? <laughs> well, I stayed up for New York's midnight. Yeah. I saw the ball drop, and, I, and that was enough. Well, I was in Rome for New Year's. Oh my gosh, I I forgot that you were in Rome. I don't. Did know you forget about that? that? So How in New, was it? so in New Year's, well, I've you know I've gone to New Year's in Rome a lot, and and it's it's kind of like the Fourth of July here on on like steroids. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like it's like you know that you'd be in danger if you walked outside of your room. Out into the streets. So is there fireworks going off and just lots everywhere. of noise and honking? And I've, I've, I've seen, I mean, it's mostly fireworks. People drop like M80s from the top of flo- <gasps> uh, buildings and stuff. It's just crazy. So I was there for New Year's and I was up till past midnight in Rome time. But uh, it was, a, yeah, it was a great experience. And so here we are at the beginning of 2023. Any New Year's resolutions? Um, no, I'm just working on the same ones i don't oh, ever stop so these are old year resolutions yeah, yeah I just, I it's hard to keep consistent you i don't know? really believe in new year's resolutions i believe in lenten resolutions yeah i think i agree with that or the spiritual side of things yes but i am kind of upset i don't think i got a happy new year midnight text from you and you were up so you just admitted you were you were, you were you not in the you didn't well, but midnight in rome is a little bit different than midnight oh, time wise yeah there's a little bit seven time hours difference. well yeah. it depends on the time of the year six seven hours anyhow we have a great show ahead of us, including our very first uh, guest, Steve Swantek. Steve, welcome to Real Presence Radio. Well, thank you, Father, and thank you, uh, Cindy, for having me on this morning. Now, I just want the listeners to know that Steve claims to be a pro at this uh, uh, interview thing on radio and on television, so we're all going to grade him at the end of this no, interview. I said that. He didn't oh. say that. Oh, you said that? <laughs> I said oh. he's a Oh, that's pro. right. I just wanted to put Steve on the spot. <laughs> I know. Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, thank you, Father. Uh, yeah, my name, obviously, is Steve Swantek. Uh, I am uh, a resident of Devil's Lake, North Dakota, a member of the Ramsey County Area Right to Life uh, organization and group. Uh, my wife and I are both members of that, and we are members of the St. Joseph's Catholic Parish, and in uh, Devil's Lake, and uh, we've been uh, members of that parish for over 30 years, and we're both educators. Uh, My wife has retired, and uh, I'm uh, partially retired. What do you do for a living? Well, I'm a a school superintendent. Ah. Oh, nice. So Devil's Lake... This time I'm a part-time school superintendent, but yeah. So Devil's Lake, why don't you educate me as to what diocese that is? That is uh, the St. Joseph, uh, the diocese is uh, the Fargo diocese. Okay, all right. And, uh, 
there's you know as you know there's two dioceses in North Dakota, yes. one in Bismarck and one in Fargo. Right, right. So uh, you've how long have you been in? So we're talking about like basically your involvement in the pro-life work. So how long have you been directly involved in pro-life work? Uh, we've been my wife and I. I'm going to include my wife because my wife really. Uh, inspired me to do this, but uh, we've been involved with the Ramsey County Area Right to Life for approximately 70 years, and and we've been fairly active with that group. So what does the group do? As as, as a group, as as the Ramsey County Right to Life group, what is generally the the task at hand? What are the events and things that 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 group does? There's a number of things that uh, the organization does or the group does. uh, We do a number of things to promote the Right to Life uh, with uh, certain uh, displays uh, in the community uh, from uh, different times of the school year, different times of the year, and uh, we also sponsor a march, a local march for life, uh, which is coming up here uh, next week for us. And uh, we do a lot of things to promote uh, the right to life in that community and really in the in, the, in that county. And it's a fairly active group. Uh, meets once a month. Uh, there's about uh, about forty members, and uh, they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty uh, ambitious about uh, getting the message out about the right to life and uh, some of the things that we need to do, uh, not only locally but of course with the North Dakota legislature and and, uh, and there's other national things that we try to get involved with as well. So let me just back up just a little bit. Maybe I should have asked this first because you had said something that piqued my interest about how your wife got you convinced to get involved in this. How'd that come about? Well. <laughs> Wives convinced lots of their husbands to do things, but she, my wife, really felt that it was uh, important for us to be involved in this because uh, she really, uh, we both are, 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 I think, pretty strong Catholics. But she felt that we should, uh, as we approach retirement, we should be more involved with uh, church and faith things, and this was one of the things that she thought both of us could could take part in, and uh, and we could we could help out uh, the unborn. And uh, it didn't take a lot of convincing for me, but uh, uh, she she was really the the impetus for for me to join. And, uh, thank God for for my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, a lot of guys say that. <laughs> thank God for my wife. So, so you said that the big event that's coming up shortly is a a march. Could you talk a little bit more yeah. about that? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, we, each year we we try, except the, you know the COVID years is a little bit different. But each year we we uh, sponsor a. Uh, a March for Life. This this event will be uh, Wednesday evening, January eighteenth, so a week from a week from tomorrow, and it's uh, held at the Memorial Building uh, downtown Devils Lake. The doors open at six. The March for Life uh, uh, begins at six thirty p.m. and uh, we uh, we have a march in the downtown area of Devils Lake, which is a fairly nice community. And uh, after that walk, we come back inside, and we will have some speakers from Bismarck, North Dakota. And these are the uh, uh, speakers from PALS. And I, I'm sure you understand what PALS means, but it is a group of uh, women uh, that will speak. And uh, PALS, the acronym is for Post-Abortive Ladies. And so I, I personally really interested in that talk. And, uh, of course, there'll be some refreshments and some other things. But uh, that's what the – and it's open to anybody. So tell me again the date. We've had and, what's, the date of, uh, what's the date of it again? It will be uh, Wednesday, uh, January 18th, starting at 6 p.m. The doors open at 6, and the march starts at 6.30 p.m. Okay, I, uh, I interrupted you a little bit. What were you going to say there, Steve? Uh, 
um, yeah, as I said, we, the, it's open to everybody. Uh, we've had anywhere between uh, 100 people to 150 people for this event. It's been a pretty, uh, it, it's been a pretty successful event, and I have to give credit to our local president, uh, who does a lot of the organization for uh, Right to Life. Her name is uh, Lynn Webster. And she has done a great deal of things to, to promote the right for life, right to life in our community, and, and she's also very active on the state and national level as well. Now, how, did, what year is this? The, is this the first one you've done, or have you done this every year? No, we've done this for uh, several years. Okay. Uh, I'd say we're probably on, oh, I don't know, maybe eight or nine years. But like I said before, uh, during those COVID years, we did put a hiatus on it for a time. Because uh, you know no, no, we couldn't get together in, the, in one building because of the COVID. Business. Did it, you see a gradual like um, uptick in in the amount of people that show up, or how does it go since you've started this? Yeah, I have. Well, I'm. Uh, what's really impressed me is not only the number that have have actually shown up for this this event is the number of young people that have shown up for this event, and and uh, we have a uh, you know we have a. Uh, obviously, a lot of school-aged children in, in that Devil's Lake community, but uh, I've been really su- surprised and very, uh, very happy to see so many young people from ages uh, 10 to 18, 19, 20. Even some college kids have shown up because we have a we have a local junior college there too. And uh, I've been really, uh, really happy to see the number of young people show up for that event. I think more and more, it's actually the young people that are becoming more pro-life you know i mean you can't you can't help but see you know modern technology and modern medicine and how that uh gives us a, a better view of what's going on on the inside of the the mother's womb to to know that that's a, a baby right and so i think young I people are more agree, t- yes. tuned into that than the older people are so that doesn't surprise me in the least bit i think it's promising yeah it is i, I believe so too father it's a, it is very promising for our society and and for our country we, we've got a lot to do yet uh, since the Dobbs decision, uh, it's not just uh, uh, it's not just uh, be happy with that uh, Supreme Court decision from last last summer. We, we we've got a lot of work to do, uh, especially at the state level. Yeah, so maybe uh, delve a little bit more into that. I mean, we are in the post row world, and that has it has certainly changed the the debate, if you will, to be one big one to fifty small ones, and and so how do you, how do you view the the change? Do you do you let me ask you this way? Do you do you almost fear that the the changing of the overturning of Roe versus Wade might actually hurt the turnout of events like yours? I, I don't think so. I, I, in North Dakota, as you probably know, is a fairly conservative state. I, I don't think it will affect our turnout. In fact, we because of you know, I'm not sure if you knew that there was an injunction that's been placed on our trigger law uh, for uh, for abortion here, or anti-abortion in uh, North Dakota, and uh, we're waiting a decision for that uh, down the road. But I think that will also encourage more people to show up uh, at events like this at in Devil's Lake, and I believe there's a statewide uh, March for Life in Bismarck on on Friday the 20th of January. What's your what's your sense of other people at work, say in the Ramsey County Right to Life um, group, or any other people that are really active in the pro life movement in, in regards to their response or the overall movements, you know, feel and response after the overturn of Roe versus Wade? Uh, I think they felt a, a great deal like I did as well. Uh, the uh, that he was we were very happy with that decision from the Supreme the, the National Supreme Court. 
but we knew that uh, that there's still work to be done at the at the state level even though there was a, a trigger law that was uh, a bill that was passed several years ago in North Dakota we still knew that that there was going to be issues in in our state and in other states as well because as they're as there is uh, going to be future arguments regarding constitutional rights in those in those states that we we can't sit on our hands and just say oh well everything is now settled and, and I think that most of the people if not all of our members of our Ramsey County Right to Life group feel this exactly the same way that we've still got quite a bit of work to do. Well, we're kind of in the opposite world of non, not as conservative of a state. Do you see any type of um, backlash or anything to what you guys are trying to do? I don't. I don't believe so. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, no, do, I, I is there people I, like coming out to go against you guys? Is there anybody that's calling in? Is there anybody like doing stuff to try to stop you guys? No, we have not had any type of objection uh, and any type of protest. Uh, very little dissent uh, from what we've been trying to do. That's good. Uh, I think That's for great. the most part, it's been very supportive, uh, mm-hmm. not only within our community, but in our state as well. Oh, my gosh, that sounds so refreshing, doesn't it? <laughs> it well, it sounds refreshing because he's in North Dakota. I know. You know I mean, uh, like, I like, like, I C- like Cindy was saying, it's like, you know, I mean, we're, our reality here in Minnesota is, although I think that we are, we are a fairly pro-life state as far as the people are concerned, I've never seen a state with more billboards for pro-life than the state of Minnesota, but there's a much more of a pro-choice governance here in our state. And so it's a little, it seems a little bit more hopeless here, but we never lose hope, right? We always fight the fight. Yeah. Speaking of uh, billboards, I uh, know we uh, our group just put up a billboard here this this fall, and we got it from uh, obviously from Minnesota from the, the pro life group in Minneapolis. But, uh, we got that billboard for, and we just erected that up here in our community this this past fall. That's great. So we're talking to Steve Swantek, uh, and he is from the Ramsey County Right to Life uh, group in North Dakota, Devils Like North Dakota. And we'll continue this conversation about the continuation of the fight of the pro life cause after this brief break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. 
This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Matthew 19, we learn about a servant whose master had just forgiven his debts. Although the servant is grateful for his master's mercy, he is unable to show the same kind of mercy towards his own debtor, even though they owed him an amount that was much smaller. His master moved with compassion for his servant, who never in a thousand years could have repaid his huge debt, forgives all. What life-changing mercy, yet how much more mercy was shown the day Jesus came to the world to set us free from the bondage of sin and death. Through this parable of the forgiven servant, Jesus makes his point crystal clear. Forgive your enemies, family, and friends, because in the measure that we forgive and show mercy, so forgiveness and mercy will be shown us. Jesus has shown us unfathomable mercy. Who in your life needs a little mercy today? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio and Real Presence Live. My name is Father Richard Kuntz. I'm here with Cindy Jennings, and we're talking to Steve Swantek about the upcoming March for Life on Wednesday, January 18th in Devils Lake, North Dakota. Uh, Steve, um, I got a question for you that um, I think that maybe a lot of listeners might have observed, or a lot of people might have observed since the overturn of Roe versus Wade. It seems like to me that that the evil became more prevalent. It became more when when it when it got turned over. It's, we, we would have been ignorant to think, well, this is the greatest thing. All, you know, everything's going to be smelling like roses now. I think with how some of the radicals on the pro-choice side of things, the pro-death side, side of things, were threatening and have, have got, caused a lot of physical damage and harm, as well as all these companies. That, companies that you would like, okay, well, I heard that they're a pro-choice company, but now all these companies are paying for their employees to go out and travel to have abortions. You know, it's like, to me, the evil became much more obvious after Roe versus Wade got overturned. Yeah, what, what's, I, I, what's your I would thoughts? Agree, I would, Father, I would agree with you on, on the national level. I didn't see it really on the state level, but obviously we have a president and a vice president that uh, came out pretty strongly uh, supporting abortion after the Supreme Court decision. Um, uh, we have uh, major companies, as you said, that will now pay for their employees to travel to a different state if abortion is illegal in their state, so that they can uh, they can get an abortion, yes, there is some some major uh, evil, as you say, and I and I would agree with you that indeed that has has happened in in many of our states, and unfortunately, some of our uh, Fortune 500 companies. Well, and, and the things that, you know, all the time you always hear, I mean, all throughout my adult life years, oh, you boycott this company for doing this and that company for doing that. But now, you know, it's cause, but now it became obvious. Now, I, I'm just shocked to hear some of these companies, like even um, uh, um, uh, Elon Musk. You know, I mean, for all the good that he's yeah, doing with, with open communication and Tesla and free speech, he his company said that he would actually pay for so it's like, you know, if there's ever a time where we, we had it very clear and very obvious to where we we should say, you know what, I'm going to vote with my money and not support this company, this is the most mm-hmm. obvious time because these companies come out so blatantly against the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Well, another company, of course, is Amazon has said the same thing. So, yeah, there's been tons uh, of yeah, them. It's, uh, this, we, we should be doing the same. We should be doing that. And unfortunately, I would point at myself and being somewhat hypocritical from time to time regarding those companies. But you're right. We we should be 
uh, using our pocketbook against against those companies that support abortion. And it's not a matter about being hypocritical. It's hard to actually function in this society without having some sort of business with these major organizations. So you understand, you have to understand that that there's some. How do you how do you do especially out in the middle of North Dakota, right? I mean, how do you get something that Amazon's going to be very helpful for? You know, and so so. But but to be mindful of that and to realize, you know, that these companies are not on our side. And and why aren't they why aren't they paying for moms that, uh, you know, members of their. Uh, of their workforce that are struggling that want to keep their kid why don't they give money to them so that they can you know not have to go on welfare for it you know and and pay for you know giving birth why are they always having to fall on the side of evil uh, well father I'm, i don't really have a, the no the i know you don't the i know answer right. for that and, uh, you know, someone, someone might say well this is a capitalist society and that's why we can do these things because we're worried about money more so than life um, someday we'll maybe turn that around that we worry more about life than money. Amen. I would say a positive part of this is that we are seeing companies, and maybe not so much in the abortion area, but other other things that are kind of important to us, that they are trying to change, you know, keeping up with the times and saying that they're more modern and that they change actors and, and show lines and redo things so they're more progressive. I think we've seen some good stuff there because people are pulling their money people are pulling their money and they're starting to look at numbers and think why is this movie failing why is you know disney True. failing well why like, is like woke things things that are more things. woke Maybe, things, and that's right. a little bit outside of what we're talking about but there is some movement there mm-hmm. that people are using their pocketbook so we can we can do that certainly more i do think that the crazy this. woke and the pro-choices are bedfellows but they are different they are different realities uh, let me ask you this, Steve. So, I mean, so let's say somebody's listening right now and they've never really been to a pro-life anything. What can they expect on uh, your event on uh, January 18th? Well, I, when they, if they, well, first of all, involvement, they can experience what it's about and and understand the value of life. But also, they're they're going to gain a lot of information at this event. They're also going to gain some some important fellowships. Uh, during this event, uh, and then the information that the, these uh, gals from PALS are going to bring us, so that these women from PALS are going to bring us, I think it's going to be extremely eye-opening for, for people, uh, and it gives them a, a different level of understanding uh, regarding abortion, uh, regarding uh, the right to life. I, I think it's going to be a very important event just from those fact- for those factors that and it's. I think people will gain a great deal from from attending this, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing a, a huge crowd this year. Yeah, sometimes the most compelling thing is to listen to a woman that's had an abortion, and to hear uh, her experience of it and her regrets from it. I don't. Know, uh, this probably came out twenty twenty five years ago. It was in a video. It was on VHS. But it was the most. It was to me. It was the most convincing thing I've ever seen on the pro life cause. It was called After the Choice. And so I think if you just Google after the choice pro-life video or something like mm-hmm. that, you could find it. It was only about a half hour, but they interviewed like probably about 15 different women and their answers are cut up in little short uh, responses and just super powerful, super convincing. And so if uh, uh, listeners that are hearing us right now have an opportunity to, to go to this event uh, in Devils Lake, North Dakota, you should take it, that advantage, especially if you're going to have that opportunity to listen to women that had the abortion and regretted the abortion and realized the mis- mistake that they made because they are very often the most compelling. Uh, fa- Father and uh, Sydney, we, we uh, the, our group uh, sponsored a, a movie similar to that uh, 
2019. Uh, it was uh, the movie is called Unplanned, and you maybe heard of it or oh, sure. as well. And uh, we uh, we rented out the uh, the movie theaters for that, and uh, each session that we had for that movie was uh, 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 standing room only. It was yeah. uh, unbelievable about the number of people that we got there for that. It's, it's crazy. So I so I really pushed that movie when it was here in Duluth, and I I was kind of surprised by the response I got by one uh, couple in my parish in particular, because because I pushed it hard for people to go and watch it. You know, a lot of people did go and watch it, but I had a couple that came to me afterwards, and they thanked me for pushing it because they said they had no clue what abortion was actually entailing. And it's like I thought to myself, how in the world do you not know? You know, it's like oh, I, think I mean, a lot of people I, like that. Out there. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's like the, it's like it opened their eyes. It's like they saw this movie, and it's like we had no idea. It's like, well, we need to educate more because the more we educate, then the more people are going to vote for the pro-life thing. You know. You, you know, a lot of people probably hear it sitting in the pews. Unfortunately, they hear all the priests up there talking about the pro-life thing. What that? They don't even have a clue what that means. So if we have media like, you know, like Unplanned or like the movie I mentioned or several others that are out there that can educate people to get them to actually switch over to make sure that their vote aligns with the, their understanding what the horrors of abortion is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I don't disagree at all. I, I, it, it's, uh, it is... Uh, uh, baffling sometimes is that that people are have their head in the sand or they're not aware. I, I'm not sure what what it is, but or they just want to avoid the subject. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, there is that is an issue for us, and and, and that's the reason that we have groups like the Ramsey County Area Right to Life is to educate our our uh, our population regarding uh, the right to life. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so a lot of people get upset at. Um, uh, you know, people that might be one-issue voters, but I, I say, tell me one other issue that's more important. <laughs> you know, and so it's like, you know, I mean, this, the issue of life uh, is the most important issue. And so, uh, you know, I mean, I when, in my younger years and in my uh, former life, I was involved in politics very much. And, and it was it was as a result, it was, it was because of the pro-life cause. It was because of the issue of the pro-life that I got involved in it. And so the work that you are doing, Steve, is uh, you're, at the, you're, you're at the tip of the... Um, uh, the fight of the, or you know our culture wars, and so thank you for doing the work. Why don't you tell us a little bit more in regards, Steve, as to where people can find out more about this? Is there a website or? We don't have a website, uh, but there are posters uh, put up around the community, and uh, uh, there go, we've uh, we've, we've put go over it out the, de- on the local Vegas. and go over the details a little bit more again, just so so people Certainly. can hear this. Yeah. Again, our our uh, march for life is, uh, will be held this January. Eighteenth uh, Wednesday evening next week, and uh, we will be uh, the doors open at six at the Memorial Building, which is downtown in Devil's Lake, and the march begins at six thirty p.m. And then after the march, we will have some speakers from uh, Post Board of Ladies Pals, and uh, there'll be some refreshments and so forth after that. And we want anybody to come in and uh, and participate in, in this uh, this event that we that we hold uh, each year. So uh, we hope to see lots of people there. I so, like that you're doing it during Martin Luther King Week, too, because he was so amazing yeah. and peaceful. And yeah. like, I, well, the, well, obviously the it's organized Roe versus around Wade. The, the Roe versus Wade uh, anniversary date. So. Right. Oh, that's the anniversary date of the deal. Well, they're, they're close to one another. 
Yeah, so, it's actually the 21st. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, anybody that's listening in the Devil's Lake area, Ramsey County area, um, uh, make sure you go to this event. We need to illustrate more and more that this fight is not over, that the fight is just beginning. Even in even in uh, conservative North Dakota, we always have to be up there speaking for the for the, those that can't speak for themselves. And so uh, let's make this a record-breaking uh, year for the pro-life march at Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Yeah. Do you, Steve, do you have any like final thoughts, or we still have a couple? Well, I, I was just going to add. You know, my name is in the phone book. If people want to call uh, my wife or I, uh, give me a call, and I'll tell them everything they need to know about the event and where to show up and what time. To. So uh, it's not a problem for us at home. No, oh, that's great. In in the final minute, minute, Steve, do you have any parting words that you want to give to our listeners? Well. Obviously, you and Cindy understand the importance of the right to life and the right to life movement. We've had uh, what somewhere over since uh, since 1973, uh, Roe vs. Wade. I believe there's been 63 million babies killed in this in this country. Uh, that, that's a ghastly, ghastly, horrific number, and, and that's got to we got to get that down to zero. Uh, with, but we've got to keep working. We've got to keep working at the local levels, at the state levels, at the national level. And uh, with that, I certainly appreciate uh, both Cindy and you, you, Father, for having me on this morning. Uh, I've enjoyed the uh, the visit, and uh, and thank you for allowing me to get this message out. Absolutely, Steve. There, there's not a more um, laudable uh, um, mission than what you're doing, and so uh, keep up the good work. So, see, he did a great job. I'm you did, yeah. Well, you are the too, professional. He's too humble interviewer. to say it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to say it for him. Good, no, good job. Thank, thank you very much for joining us, Steve. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you Steve. very much, and, and and good luck with the with the event. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, that was a very good interview. Uh, yeah. After we take this brief break, we're going to be back for your opportunity to have an impact on this show by asking your very good questions of a Catholic priest, meaning me. So that uh, straight talk will be right after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 